0: Okay, who the hell am I? I know it's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. You tried to uh, search through my family's history to find out who the hell I am.
1: Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Who? 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 <laughs> Yeah, so this is where I dig into your family tree and answer some question you've got about your family. I am not an expert. I am not a professional genealogist. I wouldn't even call myself an amateur genealogist. I'm just somebody who likes to dig around for people's family history, and I've been doing it for mine. And uh, we've done it for a few listeners. And, Colleen, we thought it would be fun to finally answer the question, are you related to Civil War photographer Matthew Brady? Yeah,
0: yeah because when i that's my maiden name. Brady is my maiden name. Um, and when I was in, I don't remember, uh, elementary school or junior high, when we studied the Civil War and we studied the photography of the st- Civil War, Matthew Brady is credited for the majority of those photographs. And I thought, well, I wonder if I'm related to that person. And then we used to talk about it at home. And there was sort of this family lore that somewhere deep in in our in our history, we were able to connect ourselves to Matthew Brady. So am I related to Matthew Brady?
1: You want to know? Well,
0: yeah, that's why I asked.
1: Uh, here's the answer.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay,
1: but I want you to understand something. This is hard. It is not as easy as you think it is, or at least I should say, because maybe there are people who are like, yeah, no, I didn't think that was going to be easy. It's hard. I will tell you that my early... Uh, my early rudimentary um, investigation would imply mm-hmm. that it seems very tenuous. It's There is not a direct connection between you and Matthew okay. Brady. Yep. But I have been able to trace your Brady family back pretty far, and I think farther than you were ab- actually able to go.
0: Oh, for sure. I can't go very far. In
1: fact, last night I sent you a photograph. Mm-hmm. Of, you did? I think your great, great... Grandma and your great grandpa.
0: That's crazy.
1: Now I was able to, uh, evil. I was able to go even further back through really? your family history. Okay,
0: so can I ask this question? Yeah. Did we come from Ireland?
1: Ireland. Some of you did.
0: Okay. Good. So. Okay. Just want to make sure. Woof.
1: So I can tell you that a guy by the name of Thomas Brady mm-hmm. came to the United States. In eighteen fifty-five.
0: You know, that's your
1: great, great grandfather, I think, which if is I did really that correctly.
0: Very, very interesting because uh, you all may be thinking, Tom Brady, ha, ha that's so funny. Isn't <laughs> he a patriot? Actually, we should see if I'm related to him anyway. Okay, calm down one um, at a time. <laughs> but because uh, that is that is Tom is a Tom Brady is a very strong name in my family. We have many Tom Brady's, none of them are juniors. Because they all have different middle names. Imagine how confusing that is. We also have a lot of Johns in our family. So um, so that was the original Tom is the one that brought us over.
1: Yeah, from at least, again, you must understand that I think I did everything correctly, yeah. but God only knows. Uh, but based on my rudimentary research, I was able to come up with. Oh, actually, that's not the farthest I was able to go back, but that's the guy who came over. Came over. Yeah. His father, so that would be your three times great grandfather's Uh name, is Michael Brady.
0: (gasps) That's the name of the dad on the Brady Bunch.
1: Okay, but they're not actually the same. I
0: don't care. That's so cool.
1: And he came over with his son Thomas and actually homesteaded in.
0: Uh, Minnesota? No. No, where?
1: Do you know that this family began and lived for many years, and a lot of the offspring and the people that shot out from that line came from what state? Um, you have any ideas? No. Uh, So I'm going to give you three states. Okay. I'm going to give you, Um, let's see, doobie, 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 do. Illinois, mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. or New York.
0: I'm going to say New York. Nope. Mm. I'm going to say Illinois. Nope. Okay. Process of elimination. Michigan. Michigan. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Right.
1: So, uh, and again, I was able to go back that far. Now, if you look at Michael Brady, that's your oldest Brady relative. I was able to find again, your three times great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're just joining us, I'm giving Colleen a little taste of her family tree. I was trying to find whether or not she's related to civil war photographer, Matthew Brady. I'll hopefully be able to get that for you next week. Um, Oh, my gosh. But Michael Brady's wife is named Anne Carlin. Now, Anne Carlin also came from Ireland, and uh, her father, that would be your four times great-grandfather's name, is Michael McDonald, and he was born in 1790.
0: Was he the king of Ireland?
1: Okay, A. I don't think they have kings. I don't
0: know. Maybe they did back then.
1: And B, no. Um, also, I just I didn't wanted, wanted some to-
0: royalty. Was he the president of Ireland? <laughs> was he important? <laughs>
1: um, also, the other thing I was going to tell you is, so is it is it your great grandma Della? Yeah. Okay, your great grandma Della. You know, you she like remarried after yeah. her
0: my, and your yep, great grandfather died, passed away. Yep.
1: Did you know what her maiden name was? Dizonia? Oh, yeah, you did know that. I did okay. know that
0: because I loved that name and I loved my great grandmother. And that was, I mean, can you imagine? I really did think for a hot moment that I would name a child Dizonia.
1: Dizonia. <laughs> Which sounds
0: like Dizonia.
1: <laughs> so the question I have, and I couldn't yeah. find the answer to this, is where they came from.
0: Oh, uh, that's a great question.
1: Because that doesn't sound like an Irish name to me.
0: There's a lot of uh, mystery, shall I say. In my family? I You know, I really don't know a lot. So that's a great question.
1: So um, I can, uh, you know, very likely can have the answer for you relatively quickly that I just didn't go down that particular uh, stretch of your family tree again. Just so you know. That's awesome. Um, I probably
0: could ask my cousin. She might know that. I'll text her.
1: Who's your cousin? Bonnie. Oh, hi, Bonnie.
0: She's actually my first cousin once removed. But she would know. Uh, she would know.
1: Also, had you seen those pictures before? No, because I also have a picture of, um, of Thomas and and Mary. Yeah, wasn't it Thomas and Mary? Yeah,
0: that came from Ireland. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I cannot wait to see this. I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah, no, you've
1: got all sorts of stuff, and Woo. then there's a side that goes from England. So and it's not all Ireland. There's some England in there too.
0: I did know that we had a little England uh, a mixed little up England. in there. You know, it's weird because like on my mom's side of the family, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to this. You know, maybe on one side of your, of your family, it's a little bit newer, and everybody who came over from my mom's side of the family came over from Norway, and every like my mother is Norwegian, but my dad's side of the family. Came came from all over the place and so that's the side of my family that I don't know a lot about the heritage of thank you for doing that yeah you're
1: welcome so so awesome I would just say to our listeners if they want to do this awesome Send me an email. Maybe we'll feature you on an upcoming episode of Who the Heck Are You? I mean,
0: come on. Uh, okay, when we come back, Bradley, you are going to tell me what the heck the Paradise Papers are?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I you're do not know what know this more, is. I promise it you. It
0: sounds kind of nice <laughs> and relaxing. It's not actually okay, very so
1: paradisical.
0: Find out what the Paradise Papers are along with me after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. Bing. Previously on Jason A. What in the heck are the Paradise Papers? Feel, Bradley's going to tell dream us dream on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. So uh, give up the goods, Brad.
1: Okay, what are the Paradise Papers? So uh, you may have actually heard this term before. It's been around now for years. This, this long story short, people storing money offshore so that they oh, can yeah. save a lot of money in taxes. This is nothing new, right? But... Um, a lot of the discussion around the paradise paper ha- papers has to do with large conglomerates, offshore companies, like big corporations that you might know the name of, but but we wouldn't really talk about that on the show, right? right however, um th- there was a story I was reading in The Guardian, which lays out how many of your favorite celebrities are actually involved in this. and Earlier this week, I think I even referenced a story poking fun about the queen who uh, was alleged to have made some investments in some of these offshore companies. And Mm -hmm. the Paradise Papers essentially mean uh, it's it's a it's a bunch of leaked documents that implicate uh, a number of corporations, individuals, businessmen and women and celebrities, which is why I'm talking about you Mm -hmm. We're talking about it with you. (laughs)
0: That's I, not why you're talking about you're
1: me. You're not actually one of these people. Trust me. But I, when I saw the following names pop up, I thought, tell me more about these Paradise Papers, please. Uh-huh. Madonna, <gasps> Justin Timberlake, uh-huh. Martha Stewart. Oh, look, Harvey Weinstein. Oh,
0: yeah. Isn't that why we first like didn't didn't. I feel like we just somebody brought a story about this recently to maybe a dirt alert or something and and that Harvey Weinstein's name came up and that that kind of piqued people's interest.
1: Well, um, so Harvey Weinstein apparently invested in a Bermuda based medical venture capital firm, blah, blah, blah. He took out a bunch of shares in 2001. He gave his contact point name of Richard Konigsberg, which is apparently one of the directors of the Weinstein company who last month fired him after several women accused him mm. of sexual harassment. So, um, again, we just know that because we've been talking about Harvey Weinstein, this you know this name comes forward as of the many people who come forward. As I said, Martha Stewart, Justin Timberlake. Madonna, though, I was like, what the heck does Madonna have to do right? with these offshore investments? Well, there's one particular paper, her page in one of these documents, um, that shows Madonna invested... In uh, And they have to do some investigative work to kind of prove this. But essentially, they think that Madonna um, bought shares, again, in another Bermuda-based company. And what, so what this allows people to do is to take lots of money... Invested offshore in places like Bermuda where you don't have to pay tax. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, if you're a rich person, you don't want to pay tax because you're rich and money buys you things. Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the things that it buys you is the privilege to move your money offshore and not pay the taxes that you and I pay. Mm hmm. So Wait, that's awesome. Okay,
0: this is a dumb question, but do you have I'd to probably be?
1: Probably don't have an
0: answer. Well, but. but do you you have to be disgustingly rich in order to? Well, you just wouldn't have the things? money
1: to afford. Like, sure. are you going to be able to pick up the phone and be like, "I'd like to invest in a Bermuda"? You probably could if you had enough money to invest. I would probably just, be
0: able to invest in like a Bermuda uh, tourist gift shop, maybe.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But the other thing that it allows you to do is to create some distance between you and controversial investments. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the things that the queen was getting yelled at for is because, you know, she was maybe uh, putting money in things that um, the British public was like, yes, so you play this image of being, you know, concerned about X, Y, and Z, but you're investing money over here in PDQ. Mm -hmm. Um, And the same is true of Madonna and Justin Timberlake, you know, all of these stars with with you know, squeaky images, squeaky clean images. I just think like this just is one more example of what? TikTok, TikTok buzz. Um, rich people? Oprah level oh, rich.
0: Yeah. O L R. And this is like the
1: thing we always have to remember. So we love to talk about celebrities. We embrace them. We wear them. We, you know, like eat their uh We
0: wear them and we eat their okay.
1: I'm just saying we we eat, eat breeze, them up.
0: Sleep We eat them up
1: like they're candy. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you got to remember, like, "Mm, guess what? Not like you at all, Uh, can do some shady things that you and I can't do Mm -hmm. and earn more money than you'll ever earn in your entire life. And probably all of the money that you, your entire family and offspring earn in their entire lives ever combined ever.
0: This is such a dumb question, but and you may or may not have the answer to this, but like Do we really think that Justin Timberlake is managing his own money? Oh, no. And I don't think Madonna picks up the phone and says,
1: hide my money for me. But she's going to have to sign off Off on on things. Mm -hmm. So, she know, I mean, they know they're playing this game, right? Uh, I mean, and again, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there like, so rich people have been screwing us for, you know, decades. What's the surprise? Well, okay, but you got to remember, unlike, you know, Bob Cratchit pants. Mm-hmm. who is the CEO of Schlock, Dinkle, and <sighs> Goober Butt, um, like just a businessman. Mm-hmm. Is I could have just said it easily like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like other than just like your average investor businessman person, celebrities ch- make their money...
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With their image. Right. So when you expose this kind of behavior, I feel like that is damaging to their image, which means they should maybe be more careful about how they're spending their money.
0: Right? Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Okay, and so you didn't read, like, the whole document. You read, like...
1: I did not read the Paradise Papers. Yeah. I read the Guardian's account of all these different okay, celebrities. Okay,
0: Because I feel like, if you're anything like me, this is why I'm not rich, I think. When financially people start talking to me about the financially stuff, I, I zone out. It's like they're speaking in Greek to me. I just am like, okay, just... And this is why I feel like... I could see Justin Timberlake, for example, maybe not recognizing that he's involved in this kind of shady operation because he may sit down with his legally people and his financially people and they're like, blah, blah, blah. And all he's hearing is like dollar signs, dollar signs. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, save me my money. And the words that are that are being said sound like the teachers on Charlie Brown. And then he just signs his name. I'm not saying that that makes it okay. Of course, he's still culpable for all of that. But. But um, but I can totally understand how somebody would find themselves in a mess like this. So
1: a lot of times what happens is like uh, a lot of these celebrities are trying to buy it in the case of uh, like Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Um, they create these shell companies that will in these in, in these places like Bermuda or wherever. And then those companies can buy. Uh, and sell property on the island and not have to pay U.S. or Australian or wherever their home residence is Mm -hmm. Mm taxed. So they're basically screwing the American taxpayer out of a bunch of money and able to like, like, I get it. Like we all try to maximize our income. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you really are you going to not be able to put food on your table? Because you're going to have to pay thirty nine percent percent. Real estate tax right. on your five billion dollar island mansion?
0: Yeah. I, I, can't, I don't even understand. I just thought it was like a nice of like...
1: breath of fresh air. There was no. Did anybody get touched in the reporting of this story, Colleen? I, no. Exactly. I don't think
0: so. Uh, hey, speaking of Oprah Level Rich, yeah. uh, she's going to show up in Dbags, find out oh, why. After this, I'm Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071 everything
1: Who whoever heard of a snozzberry
0: we are the music makers and we are alright well Oprah's a d-bag and we're going to tell you why in just a minute on the Colleen and Bradley show on mytalk1071 One, streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment I'm Colleen Lindstrom that's Bradley Trainer, and these are your d-bags
1: presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day Yes. Uh, You know the writer Gay Talese? No. No? Well, it doesn't matter Uh, because you're not going to want to know him after I tell you this story. Veteran Uh. journalist and author Gay Talese, 85 years old. He was speaking to Vanity Fair at New York City's library the other day when he said the following in regard to the allegations made against Kevin Spacey. This was at a Lions Gala. I don't know what that is. Quote. I'm
0: already mad and I don't even know what you're going to say.
1: Quote. So, okay, it happened 10 years ago. Jesus, suck it up once in a while. (gasps) I would like to ask Spacey how how it feels to lose a lifetime of success and hard work all because of 10 minutes of indiscretion 10 or more years ago. You know something? All of us in this room at one time or another did something we're ashamed of. I mean, the Dalai Lama has done something he's ashamed of
0: um hi Mm, hold on Uh, hi gay talise um have you been paying attention to the news lately Uh,
1: i don't know what you're talking
0: about i'll tell you i'm talking about the uh 10 or more men and young men who have come forward and accused kevin spacey of putting their hands down his hands down their pants i mean
1: everybody has pants
0: and grabbing their junk as recently as last year. Who doesn't like
1: a good slap and tickle now okay. and
0: again? Okay.
1: He didn't actually say those sir, things.
0: Sir, I'm not a fan of yours.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, oh, that actually gross. happened. You know, you knew that this was going to happen at some point. Some uh, person, probably a man, probably an old man, would say something this dumb. <laughs> Just yeah. to put it bluntly. Or,
0: by. what's her name? Uh... The designer. Oh my gosh! About Karen. Thank you. I mean, she said something Donna, similarly Karen, stupid. Yeah.
1: About anybody don't, but her dumb don't self. Don't a Karen. Yeah.
0: Oh gosh, this uh, th- I will never understand.
1: Don't a Karen.
0: The, I will never understand the ability of some people to
1: be dumb. T-
0: well, to be dumb, but to you know to to take such a hard left when the rest of the world is rightly outraged about something. I understand being a contrarian. I totally understand that. What I don't understand is when the rest of the world is having a feeling about a person and their behavior, I don't understand what makes somebody tick to the point that they would say out loud in front of many people, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. I don't know what the big deal is. Why are you guys all freaking out Maybe about this? this it's just not a big deal. You know,
1: junk, junk, here's, you know. I mean, Come
0: hi, on. hi, read the room, know your audience. Hi. Ugh, he's gross. Yeah, well. I don't like him. Uh, the phone is ringing. It makes me want to answer it, just in case we have one of those people. Oh, good, you're doing that. Well, uh, while Bradley Trainer is uh, figuring out whether or not we have Gay Talese on the line to, uh, to uh, you know, speak for himself. Uh, I will tell you why, indeed, Oprah Winfrey is a D-bag today on The Colleen and Bradley Show. So, Oprah Winfrey, of course, you know, the head of the Oprah Winfrey network, her, her own network that puts forth TV shows like her popular show, Queen Sugar. She, um... She was asked on the red carpet why, or she was actually just asked to comment on all of the all of the harassment in Hollywood. Okay, yep. and she wants us to understand why it is Oprah is able to have oh. a harassment-free mm. workplace. Okay, good, okay, good. yeah. What did she so say? So she explains um, that she has a revolutionary way of working with people.
1: Quote, she has a revolutionary way of working with people. mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. What does that mean?
0: I'm going to tell you. She (laughs) says simply, we don't want any bleep bleeps around us. Bleep bleeps. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So she explains, I start with all female directors. Ava DuVernay uh, casts from the spirit of a person and looks for skill and talent. You're casting with the very idea of surrounding yourself, and when you're looking at casting, you're looking at, does this guy fit with this woman? Does this little boy fit? Could these two people have had that boy? And how do we make this a family? So. We're looking at those things and we're not just looking at who's going to be the star and take the lead, but looking at how does it all integrate so that it can evolve into something bigger. Now, if you're trying to read between the lines of that and understand exactly what she's trying to put forth, basically what she's saying is they take the whole person into account, not just how what kind of actor they are. She looks at their whole person. So they don't necessarily immediately go to the great big stars to try to hire them like some people do. They... (laughs) They take a look at the whole person.
1: Oh, yeah, and they make sure the whole person is not a rapist.
0: Yeah, can I ask you? Yeah,
1: that's really smart, which implies that there are a lot of other people out there who are just too dumb to to recognize that that there are rapists and they're just, you know, like, oh, we just need somebody to do... That guy's got his pants down, but I think he's a good actor, maybe.
0: Like, she thinks that everybody else is so stupid. Now, that said, I will point out that... There were people who knew kind of what a creeper, obviously, Harvey, Wein- Harvey Weinstein was and what a creeper um, Kevin Spacey was, right? Yeah. Those are kind of open secrets. And Oprah is specifically, I mean, she's not specifically addressing the sexual harassment piece, but she is specifically addressing... Kind of the egos and the jerks in Hollywood, right? By when you cast the whole person, you're looking for somebody who has an open heart and can handle whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's not how it works. Okay, but can I ask a question yeah. based on that? Yeah. Um, Girl, how do you explain Dr. Phil?
1: Yeah. Then- how do you explain Dr. Phil? How do you explain Dr. Oz? You also like that. It what it makes me want to do is just go through the list of the people that she has employed over the years and point out how many rapists, how many child molesters, how many thieves, how many adulterers, how many ugly people, how many. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) how many, you know, like it, it just it again is one more example of like I am an elevated. Yeah. This is the same bubble that everybody lives in in Hollywood that, um, like they have it figured out and what the little people don't understand and what the lesser people don't understand because I've been gifted this huge opportunity to see things from a vantage point that no one else can that really at the end of the day it is all about x y and z and it's like no actually that's not the way it is what you have is a very warped view of the way things are Mm -hmm. and so anytime you try to tell me about the world around you I am smart enough to go that it applies to you and only you and anybody else that can afford to live in the bubble that you live in, what you're saying about, you know, truth and understanding. And if you just sit there in a room and breathe and ask questions, you're going to get whatever you want. And it's like, yeah, for you, that's true. Mm -hmm. You literally can sit in a room, Oprah, and make things Appear out of nothing. Right. We can't.
0: Right. And there's also this like, I don't, you're, this is the under, the, the, what's the word? Like the subliminal thing she's not saying out loud, but is underneath all of this is the realization that the majority of people in Hollywood or casting agents in Hollywood or producers or whatever cast people based on how much money they're going to bring in. And what she's essentially saying without saying it is, We're not worried about bringing money in because I'm rich. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We don't need to be constrained by forces that are so, so just hard. It's like, no, actually, see, here's the thing about life. Those constraining forces is what builds character. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that you can't have whatever you want just by sitting in a room and deep breathing namaste um, or picking up a phone and saying, kill this person because I'm Oprah. Like, I'm sure she's murdered people. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would not be surprised if bodies are found. Do you think that she uses garden variety uh, fertilizer for her, you know, beautiful gardens?
0: Okay. No. I also have to say Human this. Beings. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. We're on an Oprah tear, but go. All right? The way she talks publicly about how, like... How soulful everybody is that works with her, and like how they just like to hold hands and sing kumbaya. Whatever she's saying, I am always suspicious of somebody who acts like it's like all tender, loving kindness all the time and happy, happy kumbaya. Because Oprah, I'm sorry, girl, we should get in touch with somebody who used to work with her who will tell the truth. The truth. Yeah. Because I do not think it was kumbaya. I do not think. Hey, look, I. Oh, I do not think that they were all, you know, sitting around and uh, admiring the spirit in each other uh, around a conference table.
1: And the other thing is, I don't begrudge Oprah that. No. I would just like her to stop pretending because what it does is it it takes, it makes people like you and I or the people that buy her books and things. I feel like we're, see, now I'm doing what I accuse Oprah of doing, Mm -hmm. which is saying we're more elevated than like the (laughs) idiots who you know, spend countless hundreds of dollars of their hard earned money on stuff that they are never going to be able to rate relate to or apply to. Oh honey, but, I just ate
0: Oprah branded mac and cheese the other night. I buy her stuff. So I'm not elevated.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> um, my point is yeah. that, um, I just feel like she's fooling people yeah. and that, you know, I guess works for her bottom line, but maybe she could just be a little more honest about the fact that like, I mean, she could literally excrete things, <laughs> Put them in a bag, sell them at Target, and she would make a mint.
0: I know. We wouldn't. (laughs) Nope. We'd get arrested. If
1: I excreted (laughs) things into a bag and sold it at Target, I would be in jail.
0: Yeah, yeah. You'd be hauled off to the pokey.
1: Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, as all things, Oprah... I'm just jealous.
0: That's what it is. Really? <laughs> We'd like your bank account. Bye. Bye. When we come back, oh, you guys, today alcohol is bad for you. And uh, science will tell us why on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori, alcohol is bad for you today on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Every day, but streaming live at mytalk 1071com We are everything entertainment right now. We are everything science. Bradley, yes. science wants you to know alcohol, all alcohol in any quantity is bad for you. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I could have told you that, but why? Oh, wait, no. How? how oh, oh, oh. Why?
0: Because. Oh. Okay, so this research has been released and kind of, you know, people are paying attention to it this time. Um, the ASCO, which is the American Society of Clinical Oncology, has warned that alcohol is responsible for at least seven different types of cancer. Meaning and, and by the way, they are not uh, they are not. Saying uh, what quantity they are literally saying in any quantity, alcohol can be traced or can be, you know, traced back as the cause of at least seven types of cancer. Wow. Um, yeah. Isn't that interesting? They see that it is especially uh, associated with increased increased risk for esophageal mouth liver colorectal and breast cancer um and they say alcohol is directly responsible for more than five percent of cancers and cancer deaths worldwide isn't that interesting
1: yeah that's shocking.
0: you know often when when you know a organization comes forward and they say we've discovered that this is the case then they put a recommendation right so like Sugar is bad for you, and then they give you like a recommendation for how much is healthy. Well, the ASCO, again, that's the American Society of Clinical Oncology, is not even recommending that you cut back on drinking. Uh, They're saying that they should, that people, well, they're not necessarily saying that you should give it up altogether, but they're warning you that even moderate drinking um, can cause these cancers. And this is not, I mean, this isn't the first time we've heard people say, or we've heard organizations say, yeah, alcohol is responsible for cancers. But this is the first time that we've had it kind of laid out in this way, that it isn't a complication from the use of alcohol that causes the cancer, that it is directly related to alcohol. So, for example, in the case of esophageal cancer, sometimes it has to do or when when alcohol is responsible for it it has to do with the way that the alcohol um, is digested when you're drinking alcohol there's a breakdown of alcohol that happens in your esophagus area and because it touches the tissue directly they say that in some cases that is the direct link
1: oh wow isn't that interesting
0: I found that to be interesting
1: and really just
0: super depressing not for me well yeah you're in a good space bye yeah. yeah.
1: Just don't drink. Ah, it's easy for me to say it wasn't actually that easy.
0: Yeah. So anyway, good news. Yeah. For you. Bad news. Bad
1: news for the rest of you winos.
0: even the people who drink yeah. casually. Think about that
1: the next time you're drinking. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> you just were a little Oprah about that.
1: Was I? Oh. No, I like to sit in a room in the dark. And, oh, by the way, don't mm-hmm. ever talk nasty about Oprah because oh, you will I know. hear about it. You will get emails. You will get phone calls. Can I can I just school y'all for a moment, please? You're not gonna want to hear this. Go. But I get to tell some truth from noon to three Monday through Friday right here on the Colleen of Bradley show. Here he goes. Oprah don't need you to defend her. (laughs) She got she could have me killed. If I don't show up to work one day, Colleen, I just want you to do one thing for me.
0: It's either Oprah or Scientology.
1: Yes. I just think Scientology is too lazy to actually, you know, do anything about it. I think Oprah, I I, I just, when I don't show up and you find my dead body lying somewhere, just say, Oprah. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And th- tell that to the police, preferably, so that they, you know, get on the hunt.
0: I'm mildly obsessed with this right now, and I feel like I have to go back to the Oprah thing. Okay. Um,
1: In the last segment, by the way, we talked about how Oprah was a, Colleen brought Oprah as a D-bag today. That forced a conversation that we like to have on a regular basis, which is... Mm-hmm. <sighs> how
0: annoying Oprah is. Kind She's of, annoying. Yeah. And, and then I get a phone call from somebody who just wants to be heard and, uh, and that's says good, what they need to we, say. We do too. I know. And then hangs up. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Um, Didn't give me a chance to say anything back. This is my feeling in general on Oprah. I am suspicious of any person, Hmm. any person in the whole wide worldly world who Mm
1: -hmm.
0: behaves as though they never have a negative thought Mm. in their lives. Yeah. I am suspicious thusly of Mm -hmm. Oprah. Mm there is... I'm
1: also suspicious of somebody like Oprah who says one thing and then does another thing and then comes back out and says this the the thing again and we're all like but we were there the last when time you, you said did the x thing. y or z I mean it's just it's like but again I sat in a room and I'm so elevated yes. that somehow I am going to get you to believe that two plus two and look it ain't just Oprah
0: right oh right yes and yes to what you're saying yeah Oprah's not alone. No, we just. She's just like our example.
1: I mean, she's the biggest boil, mm-hmm. right? Because she's not a boil. I love Oprah. I mean, I I grew up watching Oprah. My yeah. mom, my mom, Colleen, was on AM Chicago as a guest. Yeah. On Oprah Winfrey's show, AM Chicago back in the eighteen uh, hundreds. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, we had that on a beta cassette tape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her interview. My mom actually wasn't interviewed. My mom was a model because at the time she worked for a cosmetic company called Janet Sarton, which no longer exists. It might actually exist still, but it doesn't exist here on this part of the country, but it was big at Marshall Fields, which of course, AM Chicago, Marshall Fields, right? Mm-hmm. And so Janet Sarton actually came on to show Oprah how to do some like makeup tips, and my mom was the makeup lady. So anyway, mm-hmm. you don't care about that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I love Oprah, sure, just like else. I know everybody people else. Who know Oprah. I know people who know Oprah. Mm-hmm. She's Probably a lot of. I would love to have conversations with Oprah. <sighs> Oprah does not want to have anything to do with me, Mm-mm. and the only thing she wants from you is to take your <laughs> money, steal for from her you.
0: Things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, we're horrible again. No, we, we were we are trying not to be... horrible. We are not oh, okay. horrible. Right. I refuse to be, I refuse to apologize for my examination of Oprah and the control she has Oof. over people. I'm sorry. Feels like I'm some sorry. post-Weinstein
1: stuff where we're Oof. just not taking anybody's That's crap. What it is.
0: That's what it is. I'm done. Tell it. Listen, here's the other thing. Oof. Oh, do I have more? Double down, double out? down, double down. The next down. time you are watching the Dr. Phil show and you think to yourself, this is a man who elevated a 14-year-old girl who said, cash me outside, how about that, who beats her mother up and gets into all kinds of other problems to a level of celebrity. The next time you're watching Dr. Phil and you see him bring on a celebrity who has some sort of mental illness or other disease and and trot them out in front of you and interview them with the promise that he's going to help them and he's not the next time that all happens I want you to sit back and think to yourself (coughs) Oprah did that
1: also we could do a whole thing on Dr. Oz who was responsible for Dr. Oz Oprah and what does Dr. Oz do
0: tells you to eat cranberries (laughs) For cancer. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of a thing that he says. It's
1: true. Cranberries for cancer. That one I missed. But Garcinia Cambogia. I made that one up. And no, he single-handedly brings things on his show and acts like uh, they're going to cure everything just to sell them.
0: I do feel better. I feel better. I feel like I exercised some demons. Ugh, yes.
1: Turns out you don't need any cranberries Mm. to detox. (laughs) You just...
0: A you just need a microphone in your opinions. own damn show. And guess what? You can call in, but we don't have to answer. Ha <laughs> ha! When we come back, when do you start listening to Christmas music on my talk See <laughs> the things you don't want to hear. one hundred and seven one. Everything. No
1: more rhymes now. I mean it.